0: Yo, what's up? It's Art here for Masters of None. Just want to say this is a quickie, a we-know-celebrities quickie while we're still on break. Jay, Mike, and myself had a chance to talk to the man himself, Curtis Armstrong. You all know him from Revenge of the Nerds, a lot of great movies. Check out his IMDb. He's been in everything. And uh, we talked to him a little bit about his past movies, nerd culture, and of course his new show on TBS called King of the Nerds. You can check it out on TBS every Friday. And, of course, put links up at Masters of None. Hope you guys enjoy. And plus, also, too, if you're looking to uh, make your own website, start a blog, what have you, make sure you go to GoDaddy. And if you use the code Master69, you get the 99-cent promo offer. Just check it out more at GoDaddy.com. Here's the show.
1: This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to The Masters of None. Masters of None.
2: There's another podcast out there called Masters of None. Check them out. They're very funny guys. Craft Radio. This is Weird Al
1: Yankovic, and you're listening to Masters of None, a comedy
2: podcast that doesn't suck.
0: Masters of None. We talk about and debate the best and worst of pop culture, man. Interview celebs and often make offensive jokes. This is a comedy podcast that they say doesn't suck okay masters of none
2: brought to you by the simply syndicated network lubricated by blue point beer and live on more Hey, everybody
0: it's art mike and jay masters of none and on the line we're very happy to have the one and only curtis armstrong thanks for taking the time curtis how you doing sir
1: i'm doing great thanks how are you guys
0: We're doing good, man. Let's talk about third season of King of the Nerds. From your time from Revenge of the Nerds to now, I mean, the word nerd has definitely changed. Geek and nerds are kind of like in vogue, so to speak. Talk a little bit about your view of the word nerd has kind of changed throughout the years. When we did
1: uh, the original Revenge of the Nerds in 1984, nerd was still considered sort of a... It was not a cool thing to be called. You know, people didn't uh, self-identify as nerds much because it was considered an insult. You know, I mean, I think that nerd culture, as as you know, in those days existed, but it didn't have really the ability to spread into the regular pop culture in in our country until after Revenge of the Nerds in '84 which, you know, sort of it was, it became a perfect storm because we had the uh, development of cable television and home video and the beginnings of the Internet within, you know, just a few years of that. And the combination along with Comic-Cons and Star Trek conventions and all that gave, you know, millions of people an opportunity to, to gather together and discover that there was a huge community out there. You know, when I was growing up in the 60s, you know, there were comic book conventions and so on, but they were usually, you know, in church basements or something. (laughs) You know, I mean, it was just like so small. And, you know, by uh, the 80s, it had become, you know, so much more significant and so much more influential. And I think the best thing that has happened is that people who never self-identified as nerds, And sort of assumed that they were losers and, you know, outsiders and so on. Those people were able to suddenly discover there were aspects of nerd culture that they really liked. You know, whether it was gaming or cosplay or, you know, comic books or, you know, maybe they were science people who realized there was a whole community of people who were into science but not necessarily just academically. So all of those things, science fiction films, science fiction books, horror, uh, all of the elements that we try to bring into play in King of the Nerds, those are all things that, you know, because of the culture and because of technology, people have been able to discover. And, you know, the next step after that is they realize that these nerds are maybe not so bad after all. (laughs) They were on to something all those years.
2: Yeah, and I love how like ner- Nerdvana, which is your the the nerd headquarters, <laughs> yeah, is exactly what you said. It's like a it's like a it runs the gamut of like every aspect of whatever you know nerd. Well, culture. we're
1: trying. I mean, you know, one of the first things that we think about when we start a new season is you trying to figure out for the challenges, uh, uh, the nerd wars and nerd offs. Uh, we try to figure out how to find some aspects of nerd culture we haven't addressed yet and it's amazing how much there is and you know the hard part is figuring out the challenge not figuring out what aspect of nerd culture we haven't hit on yet because there's so much it's been interesting to see
2: um i got a question for you how in-depth are you with the casting do you get involved with that a lot or no
1: yeah, not in the first season, but in the second season and the third season, uh, I was pretty involved. Uh, we we have a a casting director, Allison Katz, and she's the one who does the preliminary look at uh, potential nerd contestants. And you know, we get hundreds and hundreds of them.
2: It's your criteria? What are you looking for?
1: You know what? It's kind of like pornography. You know it when you see it. It's. It, <laughs> it it's a it's a strange thing, I mean you know on the on the obviously we're looking at uh, we're looking at people who you know have who are serious nerds in their field. We're not interested in stand up comics necessarily, we're not interested in people who are professional performers. we're interested in people i mean which is not to say that we don't have people who perform. We have a, 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 a semi-professional uh, competitive cosplayer this year, Lily. Right. Uh, we've had people in the past who are cosplayers, or you know, but these are people whose actual focus is usually in another area. So we try to, to balance it not only with gender, but we also try to balance it with uh, you know types of nerd passions. So it, you know, we've got this year we have three doctors and three people with doctorates. Uh, And then we also have a competitive cosplayer and a gamer and a neuroscience student and different aspects. And the fun thing is that whatever they do, whatever their main thing is... So, for example, this year we have uh, Caitlin, who works for uh, NASA. Now, Caitlin had never done cosplay in her life, and I don't think she ever had heard the expression. So when she goes into... Uh, Nirvana, and uh, along with everyone else, they realize that in addition to having their own passion come to you know be come to bear on the challenges, they're also going to be taken out of their comfort zone and put into an area like cosplay or music or anything else where they never imagined they would be, and sometimes you know they're terrible at it. And sometimes they discover they've got this talent that they never even knew. And that's kind of a cool thing. Right
3: um, New season of King of the Nerds is on TBS Friday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're talking to Curtis Armstrong. Uh, and you've been in so many things. Like your IMDb page is like the, the scroll bar is just so tiny because it goes, there's so many things on it, which is, is amazing. And you know, everything from Moonlighting to Revenge of the Nerds to Risky Business, way back. Um, two of my favorites. That I have to ask you about uh, are better off dead in one crazy summer, sort of its unofficial sequel. Yeah. Um, can you just share maybe the best story you have from making either of those two movies? Because I I can't get enough of those two.
1: Well, uh, geez, the best story I have. I mean, I it's hard for me to. Uh to uh, come up with a particular story, I mean, just general. I mean, those two movies were written and directed by Savage Steve Holland, who is mm-hmm. a friend of mine to this day, and nice. I've worked with him many times since then. Because of Savage, it was both of those movies were, were sort of magical experiences. I mean, we're Better Off Dead, uh, we shot some of it here in Los Angeles, and then we went up to Snowbird in Utah, uh, the ski resort up in Utah, and it was, you know, I mean, it was just ridiculously fun, you know, doing something like that, and, and you know, learning to ski again, which I hadn't done since I was a kid, and, you know, we had a wildly, uh, a wildly eclectic cast, uh, and uh, that was part of the fun of it, too, um, and, you uh, and then with One Crazy Summer, he wanted to shoot a movie in Cape Cod, which is where he spent his, his uh, summers as a kid. So, you know, lo and behold, there we are in Cape Cod it in the <laughs> summer. I mean, you can't ask for, you know, a better job than this. And uh, he always, the one thing about Savage was when he did Better Off Dead, he was such a fan of Revenge of the Nerds and Risky Business that the first of the primary cast members that he cast, even before John Cusack, was me. Nice. Because he wanted me to be the best friend in his movie, the way I was in Whiskey Business. <laughs> and so that was kind of interesting. That had never happened before. Also, yeah, coincidentally, this upcoming February 7th, I believe, it's a Sunday afternoon in San Francisco at uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest. We're going to be re- uh, reuniting much of the cast of uh, Better Off Dead oh. and doing a live staged reading of the shooting script. Oh,
3: uh, my God. Uh,
1: That's am booking really tickets. It uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So <laughs> anybody who's interested in, if you're in that area, you want to attend that, you should check out the... San Francisco Sketch Fest website oh. and see if there are still tickets available for it.
3: That's insane. Is Cusack part of it or no? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> hey, Curtis, can you settle something for me right now? Sure. Okay. I'm of the mind, Revenge of the Nerds is probably one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, and I'm of the mind that Booger is not, in fact, a nerd.
1: That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a guy you... that I
2: want to hang out with, man. He's not a nerd. Come on.
1: Well, wait a minute. That that suggests that you don't like to hang out with nerds. I do. So I absolutely... Why
2: am I talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> we hang out with art, so. Yeah. That was the other thing, too, that I have a very good cast member for season four for you. Check this. Here's, here's the twist for you. It's a guy who's really into Star Wars, really into comic books, but here's the twist. Also really into sneakers collect sneakers what it's do you think what?
1: Of that? sneaker nerd i'm sorry that sounded like sneakers
2: yeah sneakers That's... like shoes
1: really yeah what do you think of that well uh yeah I, you know if we get a fourth season tell them to apply <laughs> i mean we've never had a we've never had a shoe fetish person <laughs> on there before maybe now's the time
2: say hello to art then
0: I, I prefer the term sneakerhead, but hey, that's fine. Sneaker nerd, All right, Well, same thing. you
1: know, however you self-identify, we respect.
0: I love it. Awesome. Curtis, we appreciate you taking the time. Make sure, like Jay said, check him out, King of the Nerds, on TBS Friday nights. Continued success with everything you're doing. And I think Jay would want to live in San Francisco because he's going to miss out on probably one of the coolest things in, of his life.
3: I had yeah. Super Bowl tickets. I'm selling them, and then I'm going to get sketch, sketch Fest tickets. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right,
2: man. Thanks, Take Curtis. care. Thanks, Curtis. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. See ya. Don't forget to leave us a review and rating on iTunes and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Masters of None. Masters of None is brought to you by Simply Syndicated, lubricated by Blue Point Beer, and streaming live on morelikeradio.com.
0: Check out the website, mastersofnone.com. It includes episodes, news, articles, videos, pictures so much fucking more man check them out masters of none masters of a fucking excellent domain name i'll tell you that right now five too two many names, you think they had it to think nine. someone had it and they were like we you want sure that i got it did. again you think they had to buy it i think man like you said that's a that's a good name Once you know. they got they were going way far way far back maybe they
1: got they saw that they maybe got they got it
0: like, maybe they got it way back how far back way back I'm probably gonna go back, way back, guys. We go around like this. All right, check them out. Mastersofnone.com.